0: Hey, I'm Steph, and I'm obsessed with all things travel, marketing, branding, and helping you stand out from the crowd. In just under two years, I went from being a home-based travel agent with zero clue how to make it work in the digital world, to launching an international ranking travel podcast and creating an online course to help travel agents in lead generation. Here's one thing I know for sure, there has never in the history of the world been a better time to create the travel business you've always wanted. All you need is an actionable strategy and someone to show you the way. Picture this, we're going to spend the next hour of our time together at the Swim Up Pool Bar where over a cocktail, we deep dive into travel related topics mixed with a little classroom training. This show is dedicated to encouraging you to step outside of your comfort zone and into your travel business. I'll show you how I did it and how you can too. Hit subscribe now and let's get into it. If you're a travel agent wanting to onboard your perfect fit clients into your biz, download my free cheat sheet for lead generation systems you can use right now. Head to stephaniemeyers.academy.com forward slash cheat sheet. You're listening to Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. Hey there, welcome to episode 4 of Travel by Stephanie, the social podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Stephanie Myers and thanks for joining in the show. And if you've been following my podcast journey so far, I'd love it if you could show your support by subscribing and leaving me a 5-star review. Today's episode is a discussion of what different remedies are out there if you're prone to seasickness and which cabins to book, which can also help you too. I'll also give you a few helpful tips to prevent seasickness from putting a dampener on your cruise holiday. Okay, so let's dive in. Becoming seasick may hit you with symptoms such as nausea, dizziness, stomach cramps, and vomiting, leaving you feeling not your usual self. Luckily for me, and the amount of cruises I've been on, I've been really fortunate to have not experienced any of these symptoms to the extent of others that I've cruised with previously. However, not to say that at all times I haven't felt a little dizzy spell from time to time, They do come over you, and on occasion when the scenes have been really rough, that's when they usually come to fruition. I do find that this topic is a little on the controversial side, as many people I have come in contact with have become more seasick by suggestion. You only have to mention cruising to them, and they already get queasy. So occasionally, clients of mine in the past have completely dismissed the idea of cruising as they have already convinced themselves that being on a ship will make them ill. Whereas others, having given cruising a try and have completely forgotten about their fear of being sick, it's all been smooth sailing for them. So really, it's just a matter of mind over matter. Some remedies you could bring along with you prior to embarkation would be something along the lines of Travel Calm or Quells that you can buy from the chemist and even bring along some ginger. I know that Blackmores do a Travel Calm ginger supplement that can help with adults and they're also ideal for children over the age of six as well that might be on the iffy side if you're not 100% sure. On previous cruises, I've always brought the Seasickness bands along with me as well. You know the ones with the material band and they've got a bead inside of them that are pretty tight when you put them on over your wrists, but they are to cover the pressure points on your just uh, two fingers down from the crease of your line of your hand. That's where the bead's supposed to be. Um, They are quite handy to have just in case. Even though I personally find them a bit uncomfortable, they do do the trick. It's also a great mind over matter exercise for kids as well, as they think that when they feel like they're getting sick, they feel like the bands are helping them. So in the case that they don't have to worry about focusing on being sick anymore, it definitely does work its magic there as well. Taking the stairs and heading out onto the top deck and connecting your eyes with the horizon is Ultimately, a really helpful way of gaining your balance and your focus again. The fresh ocean air does wonders for the senses too, so make sure you rug up and be sure to go out there as often as you possibly can because you may find that the view is also fairly spectacular as well. So, there's a little bit of a plus there too. I found engaging in deep conversation with someone while waiting for a meal is a really great way to feel distracted if you're unsure of whether you feel okay or not and it's a bit rough or rainy outside. Not only do you get to meet some really great people on board cruise ships, everyone is there to have such a great time, but they also want you to enjoy the cruise fun as well. So take them up on their offer to meet you at the show later after dinner and hit up that piano bar for a little bit of late night fun. I recall one night I was sailing between Brisbane and Sydney on a very short cruise on board a, a princess cruise and the seas were so rough outside. I don't even think I went outside for the last few days of the cruise. It was, it was just disgusting weather. Um, but I was seated with some really lovely people at a table of eight and the conversation and wine were definitely flowing i wasn't feeling the best in the dining room but didn't fear, didn't let it stop me from socializing as everyone was so lovely i found myself in a conversation with a lady who was on this exact ship we were sailing on between australia and southampton they were caught off the coast of somalia in the gulf of aden heading towards the passage towards the Suez Canal as they were heading towards Southampton. The ship unfortunately was having some mechanical difficulties and they had to sound a silent alarm. At the time, I didn't know what a silent alarm is, but it's one that you can only hear within the ship. You can't hear it outside in the public areas, it's only inside. They needed to do an emergency muster drill In the event of possible terrorism, as scary as it sounds, (laughs) I couldn't imagine being one of those passengers. But if you're unsure of what a muster drill is, this is a compulsory requirement for all passengers and crew on board any cruise line to undertake on board the ship prior to sailing. The princess ship was also had apparently only was was only topping five knots and was surrounded by six American naval ships to ensure the ship was safely guided along the coastline. Five knots isn't a very fast pace. It's basically it's basically sitting still and fighting the currents. That's that's all it's doing. It's pretty much staying in the same spot, just to give you an idea. Um, But I'll never forget the word she used to describe the ship as a big white floating duck. She did say that the mechanical issues were fixed really quickly as they had to get a pilot to come in ASAP and help them with their paperwork because they needed to get you know, going as soon as they possibly could, which is so understandable. So next time you're cruising, make sure you pack some sea sickness tablets. Whether you think they'll work for you or not is a different story, but they're always great to have as most of the time they help with flying as well as train and car travel as well. So really handy to have. Ways of which you can battle any inkling of feeling seasick is by spending time on the top deck, concentrating on the horizon, and getting some much-needed fresh air. Engaging in conversation is a great way to promote smooth sailing, and another one is the seasickness cruise bands, so make sure you're prepared. Also another thing I wanted to bring up was choosing a cabin that best suits you. You have got, on most cruise lines, quite a few different uh, cruise cabins to choose from. So they do start off as at an inside slash interior stateroom. They do go up to an ocean view stateroom, up to a balcony, and so on and so forth. You've got your suites and penthouses and things like that. But it is different on every cruise line. So The more podcasts I do, the more features I'll be able to do with different cruise lines and we'll be able to get into these uh, cabin locations a little bit more in depth. But for right now, I just wanted to touch on the basics for you. So an inside cabin is basically uh, located on the inside of the ship. It has no window at all. And this is the funny thing. It actually has a curtain covering a wall to give you the illusion that there's a window there. I always find that so hilarious. Um, But yeah, so an inside cabin would be beneficial for those people who aren't really like don't really like this the sunlight coming through their their um in their room. It's all I also find it's really good for kids. So when I sail with my son, we often just get an inside cabin um because it doesn't matter what time of day it is, it's pitch black. Um and he can have a nap and I can do some reading or uh, let's be honest, I'm probably napping as well <laughs> napping off all that beautiful food I've eaten. Um, Another option you could do is ocean view. So this one is a really popular option for those people that do feel like they need to see outside. It does give you a really bright light that comes into your room. Um, And it is quite beautiful to see the ocean. So you do wake up in the morning, you open your window, you can see the ocean, you can see what's going on outside. This is really great for kids too. Um because it gives them a sense like oh we're at sea you know it's a little bit out of their ordinary for them. Um and ocean views is also they're priced between an inside and a balcony cabin. Um so a really really good option if you feel like you need to see outside. Now these windows they're not ones that you can open. It's only for visual only. And a lot of the time when you're on the lower decks of a cruise ship, you've only got a tiny porthole. So be careful when you're booking. Um, I always make sure that when my clients are coming to me to book their cruises, I make sure that they've got a full picture window because I really don't think that the portholes do any justice. It's basically just to let in light. Um, Whereas the big picture windows, they do let in a lot more light and you can see a lot more through them. Another option is if you're looking for a little bit more privacy um, and looking for a little bit more of a splurge or a special occasion or something, or if you do, do prefer having your own balcony cabin, um, is doing the upgrade, you know, up to the balcony cabin. That This means you've got two chairs and a little table outside. So you can leave the door open, leave it closed, whatever you like. You can go out and sit out there, watch the world go by. Um, And if you're not one to be moving up and down, um, going up to the top deck all the time, you do have the luxury of walking out and being on your own private balcony, which is spectacular. Um, I've been on a a few cruise lines that I've gotten a balcony. And seriously, it's really hard to go past having a balcony again. (laughs) Um, But now in my situation, I have a three-year-old. So, having a balcony with uh, rails that he can climb isn't kind of up my alley. Uh, when he does get a little bit older, I do, I am excited about, I do plan on taking him on a lot more cruises because um, he absolutely loves them and maybe one day we'll get a balcony cabin. Uh, but for now, not so much of a good idea. Um, so, yeah, there's three basic um categories for you. Now, location-wise... Everyone will tell you that the midship midship is the best location to be and they are totally right. If you were to look at cabins up the front of the ship, they are priced differently to what is on the back. So in cruise terms, forward is the front of the ship, aft is the back of the ship and mid is the middle of the ship. So the reason why we would put new cruises in the middle of the ship, so midship would basically B, because they're closer to the central pivotal point of the cruise ship, balance-wise. So, less uh, subject to less movement. Um, Up the front of the ship is probably not the best place to put you for for a first-time cruiser or one that's subject to being seasick. Because of the bow riding the waves, you are going to get the most movement there. The aft is probably my favourite part of the ship without having to pay the midship price. I haven't ever had any dramas with being on the aft um, as I feel like it's uh, close to the elevators. You can go up all the way up to the top deck and all the way down to the bottom deck and usually the restaurants are located on the back of the ship. Um, so yeah, it's it's great for me. I I've, <laughs> that's, that's where I find my little groove when I go cruising. Um, but yeah, so I would say if you're subject to seasickness, midship is the place for you. Don't concentrate on price because price is going to change from each location. Just make sure that you are putting the request in that you would like a midship balcony, outside cabin or inside cabin, whatever is suited to your budget. Okay, so if you have any questions about this topic at all and want to know more about cruising in general, I do look forward to doing some more podcasts about cruising. It is my passion um, and it doesn't ever, ever feel like work because I love talking about it Um, or if you're after any assistance in booking your next cruise, my contact details are in the show notes and I'd be more than happy to assist you. Thank you for listening and if you've been enjoying my podcast journey, I'd love it if you could subscribe and leave me a five-star review. It all helps in the numbers game so yourself and others can get the chance to listen to small businesses like me delivering quality content to you while you're on your way to work, on your way... Um, to do the shopping, or cleaning the house, or you're just going for a morning walk. So thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, I'll see you soon. Bye!